0: Welcome to Con Expo Con Ag Radio brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host Peggy Smedley.
1: This is Con Expo Con Ag Radio brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host Peggy Smedley. Our first guest began his transpiration transportation career as a self-employed consultant in both the civil engineering and public transportation industry. He specializes in the funding and organization of public transportation initiatives throughout Illinois. Please welcome Stephen Todd, Vice President of Transportation at the Specialized Carriers and Rigging Association. Stephen, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Peggy. It's my pleasure.
1: Stephen, it's exciting to have you here because there's so much going on in construction these days, and as associations, you guys do so much to help what goes on, and I'm excited to hear your role and what you're doing right now, because there's a lot, as I mentioned. Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, there really is uh, quite a bit of change in the air, Uh, certainly politics in the United States, uh, following several years of uh, literally our heads spinning off our shoulders, uh, no keeping up intended. with regulations and such. Yes, uh, keeping up with the regulation changes uh, of the Obama administration. Now it appears we're, we're about to embark on a, a radical uh, turn, and uh, we're, we're expecting obviously a different philosophy with regards to regulations, uh, which intrigues us. Uh, We're also excited about uh, what we're hearing with regards to infrastructure uh, and potential funding for uh, massive amounts of uh, bridge and and road repair design, that type of thing. And any time you talk about improving the integrity of bridges and structures in particular, uh, that is music to the ears of... Our industry, uh, which typically moves large, uh, extremely overweight loads, which makes state engineers very nervous.
1: (laughs) Well, and and we need to. I mean, let's be honest. When we talk about bridges and roads and our infrastructure – We get a horrible grade right now. I mean, we know that. And it's great to hear that we're going to invest in that, whether it's public, private partnerships, whatever it might be. The idea that we need to invest in that and to do that has to be exciting because that spurs construction. We can't do all the things that we're talking about with transportation or autonomous vehicles or smart cities without having the charge being led by construction.
0: Yeah, it's an incredible positive domino effect, Peggy, as you well know. But I wonder sometimes if just the average taxpayer in our country really understands that beautiful domino effect of of infrastructure. It's not just improving the ride for mom and dad and, and, and children uh, on their drive to and from work or school. Uh, as you mentioned, the the jobs that are impacted, um, our industry certainly uh, will be enhanced by infrastructure uh, improvement as we move a lot of the large e- uh, e- construction equipment, uh, bridge beams, that type of thing, to and from those those product uh, projects. But when you just think about the number of domino effects, the number of times those dollars will roll over, uh, just when it comes to uh, the construction alone uh, of those projects. Uh, it it has the potential to really light a fire under this nation's economy. We're all pretty excited.
1: Do you think, though, that when we talk about that, that that the transportation movement of that, though, to be able to have that, it's something that's so long overdue? I mean, have we thought about the enormity? I know when you say that, you you, kind of gets excited, but the reality of how long it's going to take, I mean, when you think about, what transportation is and 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 kind of the load that we've had currently to what we've done in the past several years. I mean, we're talking about a lot that needs to be done. I mean, are are we specialized transportation is a unique thing. You just described that most people don't get it. I mean, walk us through what that really means for I mean, there's people on the phone even in the construction industry. I'm sure there's a lot of people who really who aren't doing it every day that might not understand what that means.
0: Well, sure to your first Point of your question, Peggy, uh, we are hopeful uh, that, that most, if not all, states have several uh, shovel-ready projects ready to go. Uh, as you well know, once funding is released, uh, it's imperative that uh, projects be ready to roll uh, and not just in the design phase at that point. But with regards to your question about our world, yes, Um, We are specialized carriers and rigging association. We represent over 1,300 company members worldwide, a majority of which, as you might imagine, are based uh, here in North America. And, yes, uh, we, uh, uh, for better or for worse, uh, the perception by the average Joe in this country of our industry is is, uh, typically – Uh, that load with police lights flashing and such that makes me late for work (laughs) because I'm stuck behind it. Um, But as you well know, um, our industry is critical in that we move loads that cannot physically be reduced. Um, They may be the emergency transformer uh, headed to your city to ensure that uh, you'll have power Uh, It might be an emergency generator headed to a hospital uh, to keep the lights and the power uh, operating uh, or uh, some type of uh, object necessary to keep an industry up and running. Um, Too often we hear of industries uh, who typically have to shut down for a day or more, and those are jobs and livelihoods and taxes that are affected uh, because of our industry's inability at times due to lack of harmonization between the state's permit policies, which we can get into here in a moment if you'd like, uh, preventing us from getting those critical loads uh, to those industries, to those hospitals, to those Department of Transportations in a timely manner.
1: So you guys are all in f- in favor of really the best telematic systems ever. You guys like when things are truly connected, so you know – what's going on with your systems, you want things to be fully automated so you can be able to communicate the best way possible.
0: Well, I've been a proponent of automation in the permitting world, of permitting oversized overweight loads uh, around the United States and and, and elsewhere. Uh, I've been a proponent for years. In my original life with the Illinois Department of Transportation, I was brought in to do that very thing. Uh, At that time, about 10 to 15 years ago, Peggy, uh, automation was extremely rare in the United States in terms of permitting. Uh, Less than five states were automated at the time. Today, we're happy to report that between 30 and 35 states are now automated to some degree. Uh, we're working on uh, advocating that the remaining states climb on board, and now we're even moving into the next phase of automation in which we're asking states to increase the threshold, whether it be increasing weight or increasing dimension, by which they, quote-unquote, auto-issue permits. That is 24-7 application and 24-7 issuance. Many of our members, Peggy, and many trucking industry uh, are smaller, Uh, in some cases mom-and-pop trucking companies in which they're out uh, on the road all day long delivering the construction equipment to the load. They don't have time during the day to spend 45 minutes on the phone with a State Department of Transportation trying to troubleshoot getting a permit for the next day. They come home at night at the end of the long day, and now, thank. Thanks to automation, uh, they're able to go online 6 o'clock at night, midnight, whatever, and be reasonably assured that when they show up at work the next morning, they're ready to roll. And that's important to our economy.
1: So are those some of the biggest challenges that you say are are facing some of the specialized transportation industry? Are there some other really ones that are keeping, you know, I I can't say keeping them up at night because they're on the road at night, but what's really challenging them right now?
0: What's challenging, Peggy, is also uh, what's been successful. And by that I mean when you talk about getting through the red tape and the rules and the policies of obtaining permits through several states, as many carriers oftentimes do on a daily basis, while we've seen dramatic improvement, especially in the last couple of years, of harmonization of those permitting policies from state to state, there's still a long way to go. Uh, for example as we have enhanced the permit turnaround time or reduced the permit turnaround time at the state level we're now finding that more and more local governments large urban cities counties and even the smaller ones they also are wanting to get in on the game of permitting we're hopeful from our industry standpoint peggy that they're all doing so primarily from a safety standpoint but most certainly, I think some some local cities and counties have been intrigued by the potential for increased revenue as well. Our challenge is, as we are automating at the state level, now that more and more local governments are getting in on permitting, uh, we're finding the same challenges at the local level we found 10, 20 years ago, and that is just contacting the right officials to get that excavator or that road paver, the last mile, so to speak, uh, to that job site in that local city. Unfortunately, sometimes it can take several hours or even days to track down the right person in a city or county to obtain the permit. So that's kind of our next challenge at the automation level. And we are working with vendors in the private sector who are beginning to develop some slick automation products geared more towards the local government level. Um, and so we're, we're optimistic about that.
1: I tell you, anytime we can save hours to minutes to seconds on the job site, we all know that we're saving a lot of money and time. And in the construction industry, that's key. Well, Stephen, you know, as, as coming to us from the specialized carriers and rigging association, thank you so much. We're out of time, but I hope you'll come back and talk to us, you know, again, cause I enjoy having you on the show.
0: Thank you, Peggy, for the opportunity.
1: Thank you. All right, listeners, we're out of time for this segment, but stick around because we're going to talk to Stan Orr, the president of the Association of Equipment Management Professionals. So stick around. We've got more to come to you right here on ConExpo, Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
2: Imagine what's next for the future of the construction industry. 3D printing, robotics, roadways that heal, autonomous vehicles, holograms, augmented reality. Step into the new tech experience at ConExpo ConAg and revolutionize how you think about infrastructure, the future job site, and the skills needed for tomorrow's workforce. Just one part of North America's largest construction show. Attend ConExpo Con ag March 7th through 11th in Las Vegas. If it's new, it's here. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our e Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today no more delays, no more denial reconnect with your true self learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be the world is waiting for you what are you waiting for log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com that's TheReinventionWorkshop.com